0: Everybody, Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and today it's a 12-questions version of the podcast with Joey Logano of Team Penske. Joey Logano, always one of the most fun interviews, honestly, that there is in NASCAR. I think he has a great personality. Too bad he has made a first impression on some fans that They decided to root against him because I think if if things had turned out differently, he would be uh, one of the better personalities um, as far as being more beloved in NASCAR. But that's not how it is for him because he's a hard racer on the track. But I'll tell you what, away from the track, one of the more enjoyable people to talk to. Hopefully, uh, you will enjoy this interview as well. I had a blast doing it. So here's my conversation with Joey Logano from last week at Pocono Raceway. Alright everybody, I'm here with Joey Logano and uh, Joey the first question for this year is how often do you have dreams about racing?
1: I have dreams a lot about racing. Um, I recently had a dream in Charlotte that it started raining during the race. Um, so I got out of the car, I went back to the hauler to get some food and the race started back up without me. Mm. And I went running back on the pit road and My team was changing out my seat and they're putting Paul Menard's seat in. And he, and so I woke up and of course it was raining. So I was like in real life, it was raining and I was like, Oh my God, like am I actually missing this? And I was nervous. And usually I have dreams about missing things. It's just probably why I'm early to everything in my life.
0: That's good. That's a good policy though. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I I like being early. I get really nervous about being late.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Joey, if you get into someone during a race, whether it's intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize?
1: Um, I do think it matters, yes. I think it matters. Um, I, I don't know about po- apologizing, but sometimes, what I've learned at least, sometimes it just helps just to talk about it. You know, and say, hey, you know, here's what happened. And, you know, if it's good or bad, I don't know, at least you guys know what happened. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you talk about it, and a lot of times these conversations aren't really good. Especially like if it's recent, like if it just happened, it's yeah. usually not a good conversation. But sometimes I've learned in life the tough conversations are the best ones.
0: Hmm. Interesting. What is the biggest compliment someone could give you?
1: Um. It's a great question. I, I'd say the biggest compliment would be um, something about your integrity of who you are um, as a person. Uh, you know, I, I think a, you know a good job pat in the back doesn't really doesn't really hold much. Um, but I think when someone talks about your character, uh, I guess probably holds more value to me. It, someone that knows me that says something about my character means the most.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, not somebody on Twitter or something.
1: Yeah, I mean I, I appreciate you know everyone on Twitter and their opinions, but it's hard to know somebody. From just social media alone. Yeah. Which is why I try to do things that show who I am more often. When um, Whether you like it or not, I don't know. It is what it is. But um, sometimes I think social media, it's all about the post, right? It's about what you put up. And a lot of people post things that aren't real life sometimes. Not, I'm not talking about racing and, and all that, but just in general people you always post the good days they don't post the bad days right you know or or, or the work that gets to the to that post that you put up so um i guess i always take social media with a grain of salt when i when i look at other people's stuff
0: that's fair okay so nascar comes to you and they're like joey we're bringing this celebrity to the racetrack we'd love for you to host this person who is a celebrity you'd be super excited to host at a race i don't know um that was a big sigh are you like not super into celebs i, I
1: really not, not really um i mean i think it's great that you know we bring celebrities to the racetrack and i think there's a lot of good things that come along with that for a sport um honestly I, i'm kind of living my own little world sometimes that like i just kind of i i get excited about meeting people and a lot of times athletes because i like asking a bunch of questions um most of the time just about their life and how they uh, how they handle you know pressure and how they handle the family and, and work and, and putting all that together and what they do how they prep for a game I, I enjoy asking questions to athletes so I, I really enjoy meeting athletes more than probably anyone hmm. um, I, I guess like Tom Brady or something would be cool to talk to um, but just because I'm a New England fan yeah. <laughs> yes but uh, no know, one that really sticks way out in my mind because A lot of times, you know, it's fun to invite people to the racetrack, but you're still doing your job. So you never really have time to meet them, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'd rather have the time to go to dinner and like actually get to know somebody than just like, Hey, thanks for coming out. Shake your hand. Cool to meet you. Like that doesn't really get anywhere to me.
0: Yeah. Uh, so in an effort to show this is a health conscious sport, NASCAR offers the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for one month. Would you do it? Oh yeah. Really?
1: You know, so my wife and I watched this. This is funny. My wife, we watched uh, this documentary, What the Health? Okay. Don't ever watch it. Oh, really? <laughs> because it scared the crap out of us. Okay. <laughs> and we did go vegan for about two weeks. And so we said, what are we doing? <laughs> 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 we, I said, I need a hamburger. So uh, So that was the end of that. Um, but, yeah, so... so With that being said, I've kind of done it already somewhat that I would, if there was like a pot of gold at the end, like a first pit stall. Yeah.
0: Sure. I mean, let's do it. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Now it's time for the- most
1: people said no to that? Yes.
0: Most people are like, absolutely not. No way. Really? Yeah. Which I thought was kind of surprising because- There's still a lot of things you can eat. Yeah. I mean, there's- there's a lot of the food is like disguised to taste good. It's not that bad. If if you put enough barbecue
1: sauce on something, (laughs) you can make anything taste good. I agree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now it's time for the random race challenge. So I've picked a random race from your career and you have to tell me where you finished in this race. Okay. This is the 2014 Michigan spring race for cup. Do you remember this race at all?
1: Hmm. Is that the one I won? I think I won 2015 there. I think we won that right No, No, we didn't. I don't make it that easy on you. Top five? No. <laughs> no?
0: Seventh? The ninth? answer is ninth. Ninth? You started ninth, finished ninth. You led 29 laps at one point. Uh, Jimmy Johnson won. You finished behind Larson ahead of Boyer. That's all I know.
1: Uh, I don't remember that. Okay. <laughs> are you are you typically good at
0: remembering races or not? No, super? not oh, okay. at all. Okay. That's why I have to write So down I actually should I, okay. I
1: got notes and I have to rewatch races to remember what happened. So I don't was was to remember to what to happened you. the last
0: time we were in Pocono. <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I can't remember any races. Okay. Um, the next question is Who is the best rapper alive?
1: Uh, honestly, I, I don't really know many rappers
0: I wish the face you just made could have translated to yeah, I, was like,
1: ah, podcasting. I don't know I mean I, I mean I listen to a lot of different type of music and I'll listen to some but it's more like older rap like older like 90s to early 2000s, something like that but there's not I don't know I'm not into music a whole
0: bunch to, to know that okay
1: like I said, I live in my own little world sometimes <laughs> that's fine and I don't really know
0: what's going on <laughs> um, who has the most punchable face in NASCAR
1: you for asking the question.
0: How's I'm that surprised sound? nobody said that yet. Yeah, I, I think I actually kind of do have a punchable face. I'm worried about it at times. <laughs> I, I look like in the mirror and I feel like. If someone's
1: willing to ask that question, <laughs> you probably going get punched in the face.
0: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I think I might get off this golf cart now. But <laughs> um, Okay, NASCAR enlists three famous Has anyone Americans. answered me uh, to that? Gosh, I feel like maybe somebody has, but I can't remember. I can't remember whether Kyle Busch did or not. No, Kyle Busch said all, every single one of them everybody has yeah. a punchable face yeah uh-huh oh. um i can't i don't know that i feel like maybe somebody said you just because it had happened to you but they didn't actually want it punch didn't you. happen to me oh that's right they he missed yeah he missed
1: i slipped it that's right if you can dodge a wrench you can <laughs> dodge a punch <laughs> isn't that how it went or dodge a ball something like that so i thought i thought <laughs> though
0: at the time you were just saying that you didn't but you actually didn't no did oh you? I okay mean,
1: i did an interview after you didn't see i know i i
0: no, but I just thought you were like trying to save face. Nothing on my face, at least okay. I know that. All right, <laughs> I believe you. If you say now, you maintain that. It did. That
1: uh, I will say the camera did show. It looked like right. I will say that it was so, like the
0: Matrix, where you're like, yeah, barely getting out of the close. way. Okay, it was close. I okay. may have felt some breeze.
1: Okay. <laughs> Just the breeze. Cool
0: breeze. Uh, <laughs> NASCAR lists three famous Americans to be involved with your team for just one race. as part of the big publicity push they're doing. They're going to bring Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks to the race. One is going to be your crew chief. One's going to be your spotter. And one's going to be your motorhome driver. Who will you assign to what role between uh, Taylor Swift, LeBron, and Tom Hanks?
1: All right. Um, okay. And what, and what are they? They're, they're, crew chief, spotter, crew chief. and motorhome driver. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say LeBron James is the crew chief.
0: Okay. You like sports guys, so you want. His, yeah, I his... feel
1: like he's gonna have a little, you know, sports insight. I'm gonna put Taylor Swift as a spotter. Wow, because she's got a good voice. Okay. And that's a talking job. <laughs> right. And she's a singer, so that makes sense. And then Tom Hanks
0: is going to drive the bus. So we're going to hang out and have a good time together. Okay. Yeah. Those all make sense. Yeah. What is the uh, what's the key to finding the best pre-race bathroom? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. It, it, a lot of times, I mean, some places, there's just, there's not, there's, they don't have a, a really good place to go. Um, but yeah, whatever's closest. When you just get off the, the one truck for after the parade lap, you just, whatever's closest. Okay. And it's always kind of funny for us because, like, there's always fans right around because fans are smart enough they figure it out. Like, this is where everybody's going, and they sit there and wait. And it's kind of weird because, like, they want to shake your hand. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I wash my hands, but I don't see every driver washing their hands in there afterwards. <laughs> And then I see him, and I'm like, that's just... I, don't know, so I, I I go for knuckles on the way out because
0: I don't want to transfer the germs. So fans need to be... This is a public service this is, Yes. Go don't for the shake. knuckles. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that makes sense. Do that. Um, <laughs> NASCAR decides that it misses the highlight reel value brought by the Carl Edwards backflip since he's not around anymore, and they decide a replacement's needed. How much money would they have to pay you to backflip off your car after your next win? Oh... Well, I,
1: I'm not sure if I'm capable. I've never tried to do a backflip, not okay. even on like a trampoline or anything, because I'm really scared of landing on my, my head and mm-hmm. my neck. I got a long neck. I feel like <laughs> I'm going to snap my neck. Newman probably wouldn't have this problem at all. <laughs>
0: no neck to worry about. But
1: I think, you know, I think you have to look at it and say, how long is it going to put you out of work? Okay. It's and a very then, logical approach. So if if it's going to put you out your whole career, you need whatever the rest of your career is. Like if it's going to paralyze you, I mean, it's the rest of your career is pay. Right. If it's if it's going to put you out for three months, then you got to look at that too. So I think you got to look at worst case scenario and that's what it would cost.
0: Okay. That's very, very logical. I like that. That's a thought. Well, the last interview I did was with Alexander Rossi and um, he didn't know this was for you specifically. He just knew it was for a NASCAR driver. Okay. And his question for a NASCAR driver is uh, what do you think of Danica?
1: I think Danica was a she is she is a I say was a but um, I believe she is a pioneer in our sport uh, from a women's uh, standpoint of the things that she was able to accomplish I think there's um, you know I think the what she brought to our sport as far as you know the eyeballs that watch it um a lot of fans came from it uh you know I think the improvement and the hard work that she put into it is admirable um i i think uh you know obviously as a, a woman in our sport um has a lot of challenges um i think she overcame a lot of them um i honestly i think she earned enough respect in here that no one really cared if she was a boy or girl or whatever whatever um i don't think it really mattered at the end um, You know, so I think that was – I look up to her for that because I think there's a lot that comes with that. And then I I also kind of like how uh, she's smart enough to realize that racing is something that is sometimes here today and gone tomorrow and that she has put herself in position to invest into her future outside of motorsports. And uh, I don't think all athletes do that. And so – that's impressive to see. You know, she's got the wine thing. She's got, I think, some clothing uh, stuff, all those things. I think that's that's uh, admirable as well. So, um, yeah, I think she's done a lot. Uh, I think she should be proud of her career, um, you know, and proud of what the next steps are.
0: Hmm. Good thoughts. Um, and obviously, uh, I, I'm doing an interview next week at Michigan. Do you have a question I could ask the next driver, whoever may, that may be? You
1: don't know who it is, huh?
0: I don't. I wish I you know i had good planning
1: i, I thought about this a while ago because i was listening i was reading one of these articles and i thought man i got a good question for next time i do this and now i've completely forgot
0: <laughs> that wasn't the setup i thought you're going for i know I i've completely to drop i completely a grape forgot <laughs>
1: so i gotta think of something <laughs> what do you what do you think of joey legato <laughs> <laughs> that could be good that could be funny from Joey Logano. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of me? What do you think of me? <laughs> um, I... That's my child. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a right question. What do you think of Joey Logano? <laughs> okay. I think that's kind of
0: funny. All right. I'll try to find somebody good for that, to answer that question. Yes. Thank you uh, for joining me. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right, everybody. So there you have it. Obviously, a lot of laughs there. I enjoyed listening back to it even. And uh, I even played the interview for Sarah because I was like, you got to listen. This. this is a funny interview. So I hope you thought it was uh, enjoyable as well because I had fun doing it. Uh, a little housekeeping for you coming up on the Thursday edition of the podcast. It's a How I Got Here with John McMullen, known as Johnny Mack to those in the NASCAR garage. He works for NASCAR. And one of his big jobs is to make sure everything goes smoothly at the track for moments like Victory Lane, the driver's meeting, make sure celebrities are, are getting in their pace car rides and things like that. So he's kind of he kind of does it all Has an interesting backstory. So I talked to him for the podcast so that's coming out on Thursday. I don't know who the next 12 questions will be with, as I mentioned. So I'm, I'm trying to find somebody good to answer Joey Logano's question. Oh, what do you think of Joey Logano? So uh, hopefully I'll find somebody good for that. And then Sunday night after the Michigan race Sunday afternoon, I will be doing a post-race podcast with a media member there to break down everything we saw at the Michigan race. If you enjoyed the podcast today and you are on iTunes a rating or review would be appreciated. I think that helps expose it to more people. Don't exactly understand how the whole algorithm works, but I believe the more uh, higher ratings and reviews you have, you can sort of move up in the search, things like that. More people will listen to it, hopefully. So that would be appreciated. But either way, grateful for you to take the time to listen to this. And I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.